It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. How you doing, man? I'm good. You good? Yep. Got you my... Got my coffee. Got your coffee. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers in the air. Shout out yes, Bumbuna, sir. You yes, know. sir. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah, cheers to you, my brother. Um, for those of you tuning in for the first time, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture. Um, you know, we do that by providing amazing, uh, amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements that are just out here, man, uh, carving, uh, carving a lane for the culture, right? Yes, sir. Um, and living, living on the up and up and showing people what that means, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm feeling good today, man. Oh, I'm feeling I'm great. Feeling wired right now. You yeah, know what I'm no. saying? I'm feeling feeling hype. Um, this is episode 34. 34. We in there, man? Wow. This, this one's dedicated to Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> episode 20 was dedicated to Gary Payton, so we're gonna just Shaq. Yeah. Yep. We didn't. I didn't consult with you about that before the show, but we're just gonna keep it going. It's a Lakers thing. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Laker Nation. Um, <laughs> now, for those of you first time listeners, um, I always want to make sure that we're shouting out our consistent listeners and supporters and viewers. Uh, thank you guys, man. We appreciate the love and support that you guys are giving us, the encouragement, mm-hmm. man. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a vibe, man. It's, it's, sure. it's a, it's a cycle of energy, man. And, yeah, yeah. And, we're, and we're taking it, we're running with it, right? Yep. Yeah, man. It's so be shout a celebration out. Celebration <laughs> later. Yes, sir. Coming mm-hmm. soon. Coming soon. Um, so shout out to all of y'all. Please, please make sure to follow us if you want to continue supporting this podcast. You can catch all the episodes on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just type in the Up and Up podcast, and that's where you can find it. Also, please follow us at underscore the up and up on all social media platforms to stay tapped in. DJ Aaron, what we got coming, man? We got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot. Just stay we, tuned. Yeah, man. we do. We definitely do. Um, now, getting that out the way, do you got any announcements you want to make? I know you got something coming up, right? Um, nothing Nothing this Saturday? Nothing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, I forgot. It was postponed or whatever, but Eats a Vibe is having their one year. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were supposed to have it, but the little Snowmageddon thing. Kind of interrupted. Ain't nothing thing, little about that snowman. <laughs> all right, that's just, yeah, you know, but a, uh, yeah, come out support this Saturday. It's from eight to twelve. So, okay, yeah. okay. Where's it at? Hyena Culture, right? Hyena Culture, it's okay. Pioneer Square. So. Yes, yes. Shout out Issa yeah. Vibe, man. Uh, you know, again, this is just another, um, you know, another person who who who's taking what they're doing and and continuously pushing it, man. Oh, I love yeah. I love celebrating those one years because that's like that that first little milestone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shout yeah, out yeah, shout yeah. out to them. Now, getting that out the way, obviously, if you are a consistent listener and viewer of the show, you know we never come up short with the guests, right? Mm-hmm. We always bring a compelling story up here, an inspiring story, something that's going to motivate you, something that's going to get you off your ass and get <laughs> having you go get it, right? Yes, sir. Um, and today's guest is nothing short of that, man. I'd say, <clears throat> you know, I would say he's a man who's, who's honestly, you know, the epitome of of what it means to progress through persistence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would say he's a young brother who's out here cultivating culture and keeping everything he's doing on the up and up. Sure. Um, just to kind of give you some insight on the man, uh, he is the CEO and founder of one of the newest and widely uh, widely celebrated, you know, coffee establishments, Boon Boona. Um, you can actually find it on in Renton, Renton, Washington. Mm-hmm. But they're worldwide, man. We're going everywhere <laughs> with this shit. <laughs> um, you know, and it's, 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 it's interesting because, you know, obviously it's not one person who's doing it. He also has a very, very, um, you know, effective team with him. And, you know, their their aim is essentially to, you know, be the perfect bridge between Africa African specialty coffee and you. And by you, I'm talking about the consumer, which is me. <laughs> um, and overall, man, again, like I said, he's a true culture cultivator and he's out here trying to carve away for the culture, man. Um, so let's just get straight to it, man. Our guest is none other than the always grinding. Mm-hmm. Y'all saw what Ooh, I did there. I, yeah. I see that. Yeah. And focus <laughs> leader himself, Ephraim Fesaha. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Give it up. Give it up. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for that introduction. Hey, man. You know. Very grateful for that. You know. Every good album needs an intro, right? Oh, yeah. That's very true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thank it's you for coming. nothing com- with the intro. Nothing, man. Thank mm-hmm. you for coming. Thank you for coming, man. We appreciate you. 
Um, so, I mean, if you're familiar with the show, you kind of already know how we start things off. 100%. You know. Quote, Mayor, quote, What you got so for us today? the quote of the day today is, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Mm-hmm. My balance in my coffee. Yeah, yeah, no, I see. Who, yeah. who said that? Einstein. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know. Well, running back? Yeah, yeah, running yeah, back. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to tell me. Yeah. I, no, I just I want to feel that one, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know life is like riding a bicycle. Mm-hmm. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Mm. You know. Yeah. The reason, let me just say, the reason why I bring that quote up is because mm. just watching Ephraim, I seen him balance, like work, life, school, everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm pretty proud of you. For all that, so you know, yeah, that's yeah, why I no, feel you like got that one kind of, you know, you got to keep moving though, man. I think, and you know, these quotes, you obviously know, like the quotes, they're great quotes, you know, that are that are created by great people, but they tie into your story, you know. And before we kind of get into that, I would like for you to kind of give, you know, the listeners and the viewers and those who don't know, who don't know your story, who don't know what Boon Boona is about, um, kind of give them a little insight in terms of like what's your guys' mission and aim. Um, obviously, you're not. You know, coffee is so broad when you think of it, but, you know, if you can share that with us, I'd love to hear. Right. Um, So the way I kind of look at uh, coffee, and it was no different than any other industry where you're tapping into Africa. You know, for Mm -hmm. for the longest time, the history has been, uh, you know, through colonization where there is, you know, individuals taking advantage, uh, countries taking advantage, other nations taking advantage of Africa um, for their own good. And, um, you know, through that, you know, we see we see the impact that it has on the continent, mm-hmm. um, on the people. Yeah. And um, and so, as someone who has a, a very deep love for Africa, uh, for wanting to have one foot there and one foot kind of here, mm-hmm. one hand there, one hand here, um, I wanted to look at um, doing something back in the motherland that made an impact positively, that produced sustainability for the people there that produced income for the people there mm. as well as it providing something over here as well and so now by chance it was coffee um, but I did fall in love with coffee and and it made me evaluate how I wanted to go about that mm-hmm. do I want to take another you know the same approach that's been applied by many others in the past or do I want to do it the right way yeah, kind of you carve know, your own lane with it carve my own lane with it and yeah. do it do it a better way and uh it was in that um and that's where boon boon kind of sits it's it's about it's about developing in the motherland mm-hmm. and then also developing here as well when it comes to the coffee gotcha. coffee world as well so it's a what i try saying is it's a conduit between africa and the u.s or, mm. or north america if you want to even mm. broaden it out because we do tap into canada as well so my my approach has always been a tap between the Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, 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 for real. And doing it the right way. Yeah. Nah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You got, you got to. I mean, being a bridge is tough too. Yeah. You know, being a bridge is tough. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> Africa and America don't have quite a good history. No. <laughs> <laughs> you no. know what I'm saying? They're not on the best of terms if no. you go back and look at it. So, mm-hmm. um, being able to control the narrative though is, is important. Though, important too. Um, yeah. now let's get into. I mean, obviously, I'm glad you shared that, and we, all, you know, how we do here, man. Like. We provide context to success, right? Yeah. And so for those who know about what you're doing currently, um, that's good and well. But what needs to be shared is kind of how you got there, right? Yeah. And uh, usually we like to kind of figure out, you know, what was kind of your upbringing? Like, where did you grow up? Uh, well, I came here when I was five years old. So I still remember a little bit of uh, my experience back in Saudi Arabia, which is where I was born. Okay. But I came here when I was five years old. And it really, in my journey, was a little bit... It was a little bit different. My father had a, he was working as an engineer for Saudi Airlines for many years. Mm. And so uh, through a friend, he was able to find an opportunity here in Seattle with Boeing. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how we landed in Seattle, but also because that there was a, you know, a reasonable side, you know, a community, a community yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he felt comfortable with that and bringing his family here. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But I grew up in West Seattle and, uh, you know, elementary, middle school, high school. And yeah. then I went to WSU for uh, my undergrad. There you go. Yeah. Go Kooks. Go Kooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a Kooks studio. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. you went there too, right? Yes, sir. There yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, but uh, so my upbringing was, you know, one where, you know, you know, very tight-knit family. All my immediate family was here. Uh, you know, the typical kind of uh, Habesha kid that grows up in Seattle, I think, mm-hmm. you know. 
um, you know, mom doing uh, the coffee ceremony, pops running around to meetings and different, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, yeah. a party or a hazen yeah. or, you know, yeah. something, you know, yeah. being a part of the community. And so you see this activity and you see the community around you um, and, and you know, you're engulfed in that and you find so much joy and comfort in that. Mm. And it was in that that I grew up and it was it was one where, you know, I think has brought me to this point right mm. here, which is showing my culture, showing the beauty of my culture, mm-hmm. uh, wanting to do something great for the people back yeah. home as well. And so that's kind of where it all came out of. And so after WSU, um, I got into uh, my career world, which was working in finance and as an auditor as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I worked for, you know, uh, Nordstrom, Amazon, a uh, few of these big companies here where it was enriching in certain aspects and certain points, uh, but at the same time, it was kind of like lackluster too. There was mm. a, a lot of holes in it. And and one of those holes was really from a, a side of what it is that I truly was driven by. And that was, you know, one was a spiritual side, but then also two was, you know, just doing something on my own terms. Yeah. Um, and so... As soon as I got out of WSU, really, I was really focused on kind of study theology, um, really understanding my religion, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, Christian Orthodoxy or Tawahado, and really understanding the depths of it. And I, I would geek out, just like just nerd out on studying Giz, yeah, you know, yeah. which you know, yeah. nobody really does. Yeah. But but I always found myself where you know because I came out of this culture of this experience of it yeah. that. I found myself pulling back towards to mm. it, and so I would, I would just always love to, you know, grab a book, and just start diving deep. Was into it, it? Was it? Was it? So, was it more so trying to find? And I, I like that you brought that up mm-hmm. because, um, kind of like when you were growing up, mm-hmm. did you have an outlook for yourself at a young age in terms of like? W- I mean, we all kind of grew up, you know, in a similar um, tradition, yeah. right? Where yeah. go to school, right? right? Go to school. Become a doctor, lawyer, engineer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. uh, I don't know what you're doing. You know, yeah. but um, did you see something beyond that, right? Yeah. Um, at a young age, did you have examples for that? Yeah, I mean, you know, my parents, you know, growing up, my parents would always talk about back home. They'd be like, you know, you know, Eritrea's like this. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like this is what it's like being in the village. Yeah. And they made being back in the village like Disneyland. Yeah. Like it was yeah. like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so as a kid, I had this like. I was like, man, what is this place like? Mm. It's just, it's got to be incredible. And so I kind of, I, I grew to really want to know more about that, okay. about that experience. And um, and so as a child, I was kind of realizing that they had an appreciation that I hadn't quite grasped because mm. I haven't quite, I haven't seen it. That's I haven't real. experienced it. That's real. But in their passion, I was able to at least it, it conveyed to me that, you know, there's something more to it than just simply, you know, this is where I was from. This is, where I was this from. is the village mm-hmm. that yeah. I'm from. Yeah. And, yeah, there's no toilets or showers, but, you know yeah. what, it's still yeah. great. Yeah. And that's and that's okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember in, like, high school, my teacher being like, you know, what do you want to do when you get to college or after college? What do you want to do? I was like, honestly – Man, my dad sold me on this goal, but I want to be a goat herder in my village. Like, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> like you know, to be that would be incredible. Yeah. Wow. And it was only because of the the experiences that they had that they were still holding on to, mm-hmm. that they were sharing with us yeah. as a kid, that it really just kind of made me feel like, okay, this is where maybe where I need to be yeah. for myself. And so, I mean, I never became a goat herder, but, you know, that's – I, I still, do. There's still time. <laughs> there's still time. Right? <laughs> that could be my retirement plan, honestly. You know? <laughs> In a sense, I mean, that's actually not a bad one either. You know? Yeah. It's, you're living off the land. It's yeah. healthy living. So. Yeah, seriously. So, what, like, how'd you, how'd you get to coffee? Like, what sparked that for you? Well, it sparked it for me was, so, as I got out of, once I got out of undergrad, and I was working for some years in finance, and then... There was a point where I said, you know what, enough is enough. Like, mm-hmm. I really want to break off from this. I want to take some time off. And I want to go study. And I wanted to study more so on, you know, theology. Yeah. Um, and I had an uncle in Jerusalem who was a monk. He had been a monk there for 40-plus years. And uh, he was my grandmother's oldest brother. And so um, I wanted to connect with him. I had never met him, but I wanted to connect with him. 
and I went out there and I just saw him and you know how he lived his life and what he was about and the lessons that he uh, you know taught me with that he taught that he mm -hmm. spoke to and it inspired me and it mm -hmm. was just beautiful um, and a, a beautiful human being as well mm -hmm. and I kept going back to him mm -hmm. and so it was 2006 when I first went to go visit him and then I was like, man, that was just incredible. I want to go back again. Mm -hmm. So I went to Israel again in 2007 to spend more time with them. What was what was so incredible about connecting with them? Because I feel like yeah. first, you mm -hmm. know, if you want to go see someone that you're envisioning, um, did you know what you wanted to talk about with them? To an extent, you know, what it was, what it was is that I had heard about him. You know, okay. I had heard about the impact that he's made uh, there in Israel yeah. for the, uh, the Eritrean, the Ethiopian church is okay. there or the monasteries there yeah. and the role that he's played with, uh, you know, just within Edita, within Ethiopia, yeah. just that, yeah. that relationship that he had it, to me, that story was very, uh, I was very much aware. And then when gotcha. I got there, uh, I got to hear it firsthand from him and just the lessons that he, that he provided me yeah. and the way, uh, that he just kind of went about his life. It really inspired me, uh, especially as someone that was looking for knowledge. Sometimes you find teachers out there that are not really uh, ready to, you know, provide that, or or they're not capable of really connecting with a student really mm -hmm. in a certain fashion. Mm -hmm. I was able to connect with him somehow, mm. and really, I just fell in love with with that, and yeah. it was that knowledge that I was looking for. Yeah, and you know, sometimes um, that guidance. Yeah, sometimes you know, people uh, inadvertently teach you too. A hundred percent. Right. So 100%. like sometimes people just being themselves can be teaching people. Um, and, you know, and, and giving lessons and giving game and, and whatnot. So that's 100%. dope though, man. And I, you know, the reason, the reason I'm glad you asked that question, because there's always a deeper meaning to, to anything you're really pursuing mm -hmm. with passion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't care what it is, whether you're trying to make it to the NBA or, yep. you know, you're just trying to start a business. I think, and, and that's why I'm, I'm glad you shared that because it's good for people to understand like, yo, you got to go, sometimes you got to go to a deeper place. You got to find a deeper meaning to figure out why I want to even do what the hell I'm doing. 100%. Um, 100%. But, but you you did say you jumped off that corporate cliff, right? I jumped off the corporate cliff. Yeah, what was and, that like? And it was incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I mean, immediately. I love that. Immediately, I love that. Y'all hear that? That first day, that first day that I was, because as soon as I, I quit, yeah, I went to London. And as soon as I was in London, like, it was like, that's it. Like, you know, that whole stress was off Never my shoulders. Never going back. Mm -hmm. And then I got to my uncle. I spent some time with him. And then I decided then, you know, certain things happened family-wise sent me to Edita, mm -hmm. and um, I spent about three months in Edita, and it was in Asmera that there was this cafe called Trestele, mm. and the thing about Trestele was that they would roast their coffee at three in the morning, basically. Mm. So they would start late at night, they would roast their coffee, and use that same coffee that they roasted for espresso in the daytime, mm -hmm. so all your macchiatos and cappuccinos were made out of it. Yeah. And so when you would walk into there, the whole entire place just smelled like freshly roasted coffee. Wow. I mean, how many coffee shops have we been to, and it does not, it smells like paint, it smells like everything but coffee, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. But to have that real experience is really what sold me. Mm. And honestly, on that journey, I wasn't there. And that's why I brought up that whole entire spiritual component about yeah. my theology was not so much to speak to that as much, even though it, it was my driving force. But when I got there, um, something else also, you know, something else sparked an idea in my mind. And it was, and it was that cafe. It was that experience. And it was at that moment that I decided that, you know, I think – I think I want to do something in coffee. Mm -hmm. I want to I want to replicate something like this back in the states, but I want to do it slightly different. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad good. you touched yeah. on that because you said experience, you know. Yeah. So it's like even when going to your spot, like having the roastery there and having all that, it's like really an experience. You can really see your coffee being made, you yeah. know, and that's what makes it like I feel like that's what makes it uh, like really valuable, mm -hmm. you know, and like memorable. So, yeah. no, that's 100%. dope. I mean, I think uh, that's exactly what I was driving for was at least that. One, it provides transparency, you know, yeah. that there's nothing to hide yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, you know, you could see our burlap bags of coffee. You could see where our coffee comes from. Mm -hmm. You could see Ethiopia on the side. You could see Kenya on the side. Whatever yeah. it mm -hmm. is, you could see us roasting our mm -hmm. coffee. You could see us serving it all mm -hmm. up. And it's supposed to be, you know, the most transparent approach to coffee. Like, there shouldn't be any. So any you work. And so, and so you work in finance, right? Correct, yeah. And uh, this is a question. We were talking about this, too, beforehand. Mm -hmm. I was always curious. Um, you did a lot of work for a lot of major companies, right, yeah. and, and handling their finances. Um, for for those listening who obviously um, are going into business for themselves, sure. I want you to talk about is there a difference between handling finances for a company you did not build 
um, and then handling finances for a company you did build, right? Because I know there's a little bit of pressure um, and maybe obviously more risk right. yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. for yourself. But like, talk about that. What, did yeah. you feel that difference in, instantly or did you, did you, was it just like clockwork? I already know this. I'm going to just do, do what I usually do. Yeah, it's, it's two different feelings. One, uh, there's a passion behind your own business, right? Like, and there's a determination. Like, in my mind, I don't even think about, like, failure is not even an option. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even there consider it. Like, it's there not even something that I even – like, that's something I brush to the side. I mean, I evaluate for sure, yeah. right? Yeah. So let's say, you know, you tell me one thing or you tell – like, we get – you know, you guys give me some ideas. Yeah. And I'm going to take that. I'm going to digest it. But then only what I only what I want to keep will I keep. You yeah. Know? And mm-hmm. so it's, you know, uh, when it's your own, there's a sense of like this like responsibility that is uh, that outweighs everything else. Yeah. But there's a drive also that you you know you're gonna make it through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's not nothing's yeah. gonna stop you. That's true. Yeah. And on the side of like corporate finance, it's like oh well if I mess up here, yeah. like I can get fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's not something that you want. No, right? that's true. But at the same time. You know that, you know, okay, well, I'm not personally liable here. Like, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. my name that's on this paper yeah, right that's here. True. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the worst that can happen? Okay, yeah. from your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad, you know. No, well, I just say different. that because, you know, you kind of touched on it, yeah. man. Like, when you are doing something for yourself, right, there's an emotional element that's factored in too, right? Mm-hmm. So you're more tolerable when right. shit doesn't go as planned, right? When things kind of fall apart. Um, you can kind of deal with it, right? When it's yours and it's kind of an emotional thing that's pushing you. When it's someone else's business that you're working for and shit goes bad, you're like, why am I wasting my time here dealing with their shit and their problems? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd rather deal with my own problems. Yeah. And and so um, that's dope that you that you uh, that you kind of see it that way. Right. Uh, the one thing I always when I think about my own, um, you know, with with this particular, you know with my goal here mm-hmm. within coffee or with anything that I set my mind to really, I got to make sure that I've got a passion for it. Mm-hmm. If I have a set, if I have a passion for it, if I have um, a desire for an outcome and, and I'm going to be, I, I'm going to be relentless about it. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to focus in on it and I'm going to make sure that I, I work hard for it. Like yeah. I'm, nobody's going to work harder for, for it than I would. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how I see it. That's how it should I'm going to, I'm going to put everything out there on when it's somebody else's, I mean, to an extent, you know, I still think I still think about ownership. You know, I still want to own it. I will still want to deliver for the company that I'm working for, because mm-hmm. there is value in that. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be possible for me to be doing what I'm doing now without that. And That's honestly, true. I shouldn't be dogging on it so much. But no, no, honestly, yeah. the truth of the matter is that had I not gone down the path of corporate finance or really understanding. You know what makes a company like Amazon yeah. tick? Yeah. yeah. What makes Nordstrom tick? You know yeah. what? You know what makes a successful business? Honestly, I would have crumbled yeah. day one with my yeah. own business. Yeah. But I've seen the good and I've seen the bad. Yeah. And I've dealt with it. And if I can do that for someone else, then I should be able to do that for myself. But I I've learned yeah. from those outcomes. Yeah. It's just you have to understand like. You're you're not as expendable as they're trying to make you feel you are. One hundred percent. And I think that's that's just what it is, man. Like, if you're doing that for a large company on a large scale, you can definitely do that for yourself. And I think that's a message we just want people who who are listening and watching. Wasn't Michelle Obama that recently said like she's been in boardrooms like they ain't that smart? Like there's Mm. something to that extent. Like (laughs) when she was like they ain't that smart, and that's very true. Like I met several CEOs and CFOs that are like. Oh man, come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this how you go about business? Yeah, okay, yeah. well, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't make that call, but okay. Yeah. And not to diminish them and yeah. what they've attained. Yeah. You know, obviously mm-hmm. they've gotten that to that point with a lot of hard work. Yeah, but but at the same time, you can see some errors in their judgment. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, all right, maybe. I mean, not, not know, I'm, not, I'm not that bad. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, not everybody got to figure it out though. Yeah. You know, like it's not realistic. Yeah. You know? So what we're like. With that being said, what were like some of like the things you were able to take from the corporate world and apply it to like your own business and kind of build that? The first thing that I did after returning back from uh, from Asmeta was the fact that you know I spent about two months before I got back into the corporate world where I just focused solely on um, my pro forma. Mm-hmm. So making sure that the financial side of this uh, of this cafe would work. Yeah. You know, does this make sense? You know, how are others able to make sense of it? But 
you know, there must be a way. Mm -hmm. So I started diving into the numbers myself. And because I had that acumen already from my experience, I was able to bring that in. I was able to create it myself real quick. Yeah, that's real. And uh, and honestly, I I, so like I geeked out on it completely where I would even look at it from an hour by hour basis. What would what would revenue need to be? From the time of 10 to 11 a.m., you know, mm-hmm. what, how many on staff should there be? How What is the coffee consumption wow. on average? Or what is the time that you want to allow in a line per person? Yeah. You know, what is a justifiable amount before they turn around and walk out? Mm. So I was doing all those things before I even That's had, crazy. like... That's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of detail, bro. <laughs> and it was, it, was, it was just that I was... I knew the experience that I had, yeah, and I, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know coffee that well at that time because mm-hmm. I had just come back into town and I just had a passion for it. Yeah. And this is 2011 when I'm looking at this. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I'm going to start diving into this. And I would evaluate and, you know, I would pull information, I'd mm-hmm. research, I'd ask, mm-hmm. and I was able to build that financial performance. And then I built my business plan. Yeah. And I 13 pages or so on a business plan. And I'm telling you, for like about a solid two, three months, I did nothing but that. Mm. day and night where I would just focus in on what it is that I was trying to do and how I'm going to execute. So mm-hmm. I, 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 assume, I, I, I assume you had to sacrifice to, to make that plan. Yeah. Not, not one, not make it happen, but just make that plan and follow through. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Without, you know, um, uh, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Mm-hmm. So in it, I knew that if I spent the time now studying and making sure I knew what I was going to do, how I was going to execute it, mm-hmm. and thought about any kind of uh, pitfalls throughout that on that path, then I'd be better situated if I do that now versus yeah. as I'm on the path. Yeah, and that's just what I did. I just I was relentless with it, and I just spent a lot of time. And I, I kind of I, maybe that's a little I'm just wired like that. Yeah. But once my mind is set on something, it's pretty hard to get it off of it. I think yeah, I, I don't crazy. think there's I nothing think wrong with that though. People will try to make you feel like there's something yeah. wrong with that, but yeah. there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. It takes a lot of discipline, you know? Because I yeah. feel like I'm just thinking about me trying to build a business plan for like yeah. two, three months. There'll probably be a lot of times where I'm like, all right, I'm ready, I'm ready. Uh-huh. Like, let's just get this going, you know? So yeah. I think yeah. that that the patience is really key for that, you know? So do you that's do crazy. you do you feel like um, there's more success in the journey than there is reaching that destination? Like what, what? How would you? I guess how would you describe that? Because for me personally, I feel like success is the journey. Like for me, yep. the journey is success. Like if I have a journey, if I have a purpose, if I have some sort of direction, I do feel successful in a sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people need to reach a destination to say, "I made it here. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm finally successful." How, how do you see that? Well, you know, so the way I kind of look at it is that I kind of keep my head really like focused in on the goal gotcha and i try avoiding the excitement and also the disappointments and so i try uh, what i always repeat to myself is be even keeled you Mm -hmm. know and that's like it kind of goes back to your einstein uh quote where it's like you know you just got to keep going you got to keep spinning that cycle you Mm -hmm. got to keep going yeah Mm -hmm. and so when you know you get good news whether it's an opportunity that comes your way or something bad that happens yeah you know, I try approaching it the same way mm-hmm. where emotion is out of it. Yeah. It's just about, okay, what does it, what does it mean? Yeah. And so in the journey, uh, to your point, in the journey, there's been like, I mean, this last, I mean, uh, since the beginning, honestly, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. really like the last six months has been a lot. It's been a lot of ups lot and downs, of ups, mm-hmm. ups and downs, yeah. ups and downs. And I try to just stay very grounded and very focused. And I, as much as I celebrate the joy of like, you know, you know, seeing the small progressions and, you know, signing the yeah. lease yeah. and, you know, cutting the ribbon, cutting yeah. The ribbon yeah. and yeah. You know, at the same time, I try to say like, okay, well, you know, there's more to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else is there to do? Yeah. Like, I want to go do more. And, uh, man, have you seen that video of Puff when he's like in that conference room? Like he gets off yeah, the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just I'm like, a savage. Yeah. I'm a savage. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the most I get. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's real quick. It's brief. And then it's done. Yeah. yeah. But and then I go. We, but. I was just talking to the homie about that before the show. We were just talking about like, how do we get time to go back and reflect and really live in those moments that yeah. we, we kind of just brush to the side because we, we, we there's so much more left to be done. Hell. Um, 
So I think it's good that you, I mean, you should, right? You're um, right. I should. You should revisit those moments. And, and, and you know, yeah. I've, been, I've been, you know, folks have come up to me a lot, you know, friends, family. They're like, they've seen me, you know, work up, into, you know, to this point. And they're yeah. like, Ephraim, man, you don't really celebrate, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't really I wear the same clothes damn near every yeah. day. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm out <laughs> yeah. here working. I'm out here working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so do I think about that? Yes. I do think about, like, I do need to celebrate yeah. these wins, you know, these victories, this point that I've gotten to. Same time, it's like, what's the point? But I feel like you do it. In, I feel like you do it in private, anyways. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like, is that. you just be in the mirror, brush your teeth, like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one else got to be there. You don't got to put it on camera. That's true. I'm sure he celebrates. I'm sure he celebrates. There is, yeah. Like, I get yeah. in my car. You be in the car, yeah. listen to some music. Like some like, Kendrick, let's go. You know? like, yeah. No, I see. I seen a quote where it's like, um, I think I mentioned it before, but it's yeah. it goes something along the lines of like, you work so hard, you don't really got time to watch your own highlights type thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who said that quote? Uh man, bro, I forgot where I seen it. It was a while ago. Just claim it, claim it, claim it, claim it, claim it, claim it. It's like no, but that's yeah, it goes, I mean, I feel like that's that's kind of real. Like when you're work, working so hard, you know, you kind of just got your head down and yeah. you kind of don't realize like what's, what's being, bi- yeah, what's going on, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. I also wanted you to kind of give some advice to listeners and viewers. Um, I, I actually had the pleasure of meeting you. At a networking event, yeah, two years ago. Uh, this is before the Up and Up even existed. Yeah, well, it did exist in conception, mm-hmm. but it wasn't launched. This is before the cafe was open. One hundred percent. Um, and I remember we were just chopping it up, you know, and you know we were kind of learning about each other's, you know, uh, vision and what we wanted to do. Um, but I had nothing. I had nothing, bro. And I'm, you know, I'm saying, it, and it felt like we had nothing. But talk about how important it is, mm-hmm. and what tips you can give people who go into networking events who don't necessarily have anything tangible. Yeah. How do you still capitalize on those events? Because I feel like um, if it wasn't for me going to those events and us going into those events, who knows? You know what I'm saying? So what are some advice you got? 100%. You know, networking is so key. I mean, I remember when I met you Mm -hmm. and you told me what your vision was. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, let me know how to support you. Yeah. You know, it was like, go, do it, you know? Yeah. Motivate other people. Mm -hmm. Motivate those that are around you. Anybody that's speaking of their dreams to you, if they're being honest and sincere about what it is that they're trying to do – you know, motivate them, pump mm. them up, you know? That's real. And, uh, and, and if you have nothing at the time, if there's nothing tangible necessarily, doesn't mean you don't have anything to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You do, you know? And so um, even if it is just words of encouragement, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, what I've seen thus far is at least as you make a stride forward, and so as you're striding just a little bit, inching closer and closer to your dream or yeah. to your goal, what happens is that you find people along the way. And those people will help accelerate that growth. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised now. I mean, there's it's like hundreds of op, uh, of individuals that I've met throughout this journey that have got me to this point. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I speak about even Boom Boona, like I don't like. Yeah, I founded it, and I'm the owner and the CEO, whatever. But honestly, like it's the people that I've met throughout the journey, and so I always speak to it as a we. Mm. And so it's a community thing. Yeah. It's those that have got. It's because of the supporting cast that's gotten me to this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And so if you're at least aware enough of, of the people that are around you and, you know, you want the best for them and they want the best for you, hold on to those people. Yeah. You know, regardless of like, it's not for financial gain. It's not yeah. for, you know, you know, even for, you don't anything. need nothing. Yeah. 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 It's just nothing but just to build a community. It's hard. It's hard to come by people who are genuinely just wanting you to win. That's mm-hmm. it. It's so, I feel like it's harder to find that. You know what I'm saying? I could find a hater right now. I'll go oh, outside. I'll find like five of them right now. I guarantee you. <laughs> five minutes. Yeah, easily. Easy. <laughs> easily, bro. But you're right though. Um, you gotta you gotta hold on to those people. Yeah, I've I've uh, in the last so right now where my focus is is really cause because we have such a big space inside the cafe, it's been finding, you know, folks in the arts, uh, mm. folks uh, that, you know, wanna showcase their talents in some way. And and it's incredible, but like in the last few days, the amount of people that I've met that are artists or musicians or, you know, spoke word poetry, it's, it's been incredible because yeah. it's like, it's almost like as I put it into the universe, like that, it, the reception has been crazy. You yeah. know, it's like, it's been crazy. I've been like catching on to them. Like, oh, you do this? Oh, you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. Let's if you go. Build it, if please. you build it, they'll come. That's yeah. kind of, I hear that Feel all the time. Feel the dreams. Feel the dreams. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's no. very much the case. That's it's important because even like building this is yeah. just like, I realize there's like a way bigger world of just creatives and just 
a lot of people that are just doing something, you know? Yeah, and I was just like, damn, you know? I would have never knew mm-hmm. if, like, even we didn't try to build anything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that's that's real. It's crazy how it, like, brings you to people and you find people along the way, you know? What you guys are doing is so impactful. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, what you guys are doing is you guys are introducing uh, us to a huge platform of people, to a huge community mm-hmm. of individuals that would not probably hear our story. That's real. You know, think about how many people have come, sat right here. Yeah. And how many have benefited as a result of it? And it's only through what you guys have vision for this yeah. and bringing it to life that you guys are now seeing seeing the fruits of your labor. Yeah. And really, like, I mean, it's I'm grateful for being able to be here. But, I mean, there's been so many before yeah. this moment. And yeah. it's it's you guys are allowing us a platform, yeah. a place to be able to speak. And to tell our story yeah. and to tell our it's important, and man. So this is this is incredible. It's important, it's man. Incredible. And and so um, staying on the story, um, I do <laughs> yeah. want to get into you know opening your cafe, yeah. located in Renton, yep. right downtown yep. Renton. Yes, sir. Um, man, that's that has to be a big moment, right? And and I want you to talk about that. But what was that like? Um, really, just opening the doors and saying, "All right, we're open." Man, like <laughs> honestly, the uh, the moment when I did that, when I opened the doors, it was January seventh, and it was about nine a.m. And honestly, that day was so hectic; it was so crazy. We were waiting on the city to approve us. We were waiting on the fire department to approve us. Like we, it, it was last minute, last wow. minute. There you go. <laughs> the fire department That's called crazy. in sick the like week before, <laughs> so they weren't oh able to come God. in and. All this stuff, but I was conspiracy, determined. conspiracy theories. I'm, I think I'm it was, yeah, it no, no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Don't want the brother trying to keep the brother nah. man down. Trying to tell you, <laughs> but no, nah, shout out to the city of Renton. They, they're Renton, very no. supportive. Yeah, 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 yeah the nah, city nah, was. Nah. Don't listen to me. The inspector don't was me, suspect. The, the inspector was suspect. <laughs> uh, but you know, just getting to that point where we got to open the door, and it was like, yo, regardless, I'm opening. Whatever fine comes my way, I'm gonna yeah. do it. Hell yeah! But in doing so, man, that excitement, that joy was incredible. It was brief though, because once again, I was like back into yeah, like, yeah. what else do I need to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I need, I've got guests now. Yeah. I need to make sure that I'm serving my guests. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. It's, it's not, it's not just a place of business, but it's like, I need these, these guys are coming, folks are coming into my home. Yeah. And I need to make sure it's ready. And so it was a short lived moment. Honestly. Yeah. And I think, I think it was you, a short moment. Yeah, you, you learn. I read an article about opening a coffee shop. Yeah. I was curious before this episode, I was mm-hmm. like, man. I'm gonna put myself in his shoes. Oh right? yeah. There's there was a it's thorough good. there was a thorough article. This shit was like a good like six pages, bro. Yeah. And it was like step by step. That's it? If Only you, six? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's missing like a good, a good like fifty, like maybe fifty seven. pages. But oh. not, but it it just talked about um, a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes in coffee shops, specifically yeah. coffee shops that people don't know, whether it's prepping the night before for yeah. what's coming in the morning, like knowing what rushes are when and, and whatnot. Um how prepared were you for those type of experiences, or did you just learn on the fly? Have you been learning on you the fly? You know, the, so it's, let me start from a little bit be, before that. So mm-hmm. first of all, like, I mean, we, you know, I when I came back from Edith, I, like, I had a vision to open up the cafe. I didn't have the means for it. Mm-hmm. So I did all that prep work for something that I wasn't able to do until, that was 2011 when I started writing that. I opened the cafe January 7th, 2019. Mm. Eight years of grinding. So you wrote the business that. plan in 2011. 2011. Conceptualized it, and yep. it did not happen until 20... 2019. Wow. Yeah. And the reason... And, and what That's it was crazy. is that, one, I knew that out the gate, I you know, like, I did have this desire, but I didn't have the means for it. So did that mean that I was going to, you know, sh- you know, tear up the paperwork, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all those, the pro forma, the financial, the business plan and everything, and say... You know, no, I'm not going to do it, yeah. or am I going to continue to persist? Mm-hmm. And I did. And so what I did was that I just kind of switched it. I said, okay, well, pivot. Keep learning about coffee. Learn about it. Understand it, you know? And so for a solid, like, two, three years, all I did was study. Mm-hmm. I roasted my own coffee. I started sourcing my own coffee. I found farms in Ethiopia that I can work with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I started re- reaching out to farms in Rwanda and such. And started bringing in that coffee. Mm. And so even then, I was still kind of like, I was inching closer and closer, even yeah. though I wasn't at that door point. You yeah. know? And then from there, then it went to um, the roasted side of the coffee. And with the roasted side of the coffee, it was more about like, okay, you know, how do I just get this distributed out and outside of like my just yeah. inner circle? Yeah. And it was really after like 
several points in this process of like seeing the first phase, then the second phase of this business plan kind of play out that I said, okay, you know, I was able to justify each level. I reached the marks that I set for each one. So now I'm ready to open up mm. something of my own. And mm-hmm. it was it was really the summer of 2017 that I started looking at opening up my cafe. Wow. And so the journey was about eight years long. Opening that door was definitely a wild experience. Yeah. And then going from a back end where nobody saw you, like nobody saw me, you know, you know, packaging coffee or whatever, yeah, you yeah, know, all yeah. that stuff, distributing coffee outside yeah. of Seattle, Seattle, you know, Atlanta, LA and such. Yeah. But once we got guests coming in, it was a completely different yeah. piece. And it was like, okay, now it's time to work harder. You know, it's, it's time to make sure there's a saying, you know, where it's like, you know, nobody wants to see the sausage being made, but wants to eat the sausage or mm-hmm. whatnot. Just gonna pause, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, so, I don't want to see the sausage being made. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I feel you, yeah. Ride with me on that. I, I'm <laughs> riding. <laughs> so, um, it was the same with the cafe, and that's what it's like every night, you know. Yeah, In the yeah, morning yeah. before the shop is open, you got to make sure everything is ready to go. Yeah, for sure. And so it's still something that's relatively new even for us. That's that's crazy, ago. man. Um, damn, eight years, man. Eight years. That's crazy. Eight years. I'm not saying crazy as if, like, that's not how things should be. I'm saying crazy as if, like, people really don't understand that it does take time. Yeah. And if you really want something, then you're not going to sit there with a st- – there's no shot clock. I feel like there's no timer. Exactly. Yeah. If it's yeah. something that you're passionate about, something that you know you love to do – Yeah. You don't have time to sit there and look at the clock. No. You got to play the game. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So thank you for sharing that, man. That's good insight. Um, Be relentless. Be relentless. Be relentless. If you have a dream, if you have a goal, if you have something that you're aspiring to obtain, don't let anyone distract you. Don't Mm. let anyone throw you off from it. Stick to it. You know, try making it positive. Try making it impactful to somebody else besides yourself. Mm. And and if it is, then, yo, more power. Like, I want to support you. That's a, that's a plus, man. Yeah. Um, what yeah. are what are like so. some of the first steps? Like, if I came up to you and I was yeah. like, "Effort, man, I'm trying to start a coffee yeah. cafe or a distribution yeah. company or whatever." Mm-hmm. So, like, what would you tell me? I'd say educate yourself. Yeah. Learn, like, learn as much as possible. What is it that's going to differentiate yourself from everybody else? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, become knowledgeable of your product because there's two aspects to it. One is a great product. Mm-hmm. The next is great service. Yeah. So if you have those two things, that's the recipe for success, really. Yeah. You got a great product and you've got great service, then yep. it's done. Mm. So so make sure you know your product. Where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you know, you know, we're you know, it's like okay, well, where's your clothes from? You know, did you know was, are you sure that you know kids weren't making your you know mm. the clothes that you're wearing? Are you gotcha. being conscious yeah. about what you're doing? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I mean, sometimes we just inevitably you know we buy the Nikes that we want. You yeah. know, we buy the stuff that we find gap jeans whatever it is yeah yeah but okay you know as a consumer maybe you you kind of just have to do that Mm -hmm. but if it's your own thing and you want to go about it you want to take it a step further then do that Mm. you know go to the source Mm -hmm. where are you getting your coffee from you know that would be the question i'd be like who who's your farmer yeah you know okay and if that's the case then and you're you're bringing it you're giving a legitimate amount of pay to that individual that you're sourcing your coffee from great and it's a stellar product like it's Mm -hmm. a great product and then you're bringing it here and you're roasting it well and you're serving it as best as possible, yeah. then, okay, that whole logistics yeah. is working out well for you. Mm, okay. That's what we're pushing for. So we want to make sure that that whole chain is is done right. Mm. Um, and and that, and that goes for any any industry. Yeah. You know, it can go for, you know, someone that's starting up a new apparel company. It's like, yeah. okay, well, I want to source it from, you know, I, I want it to be an American product, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to make sure that they're paid a fair rate. Okay, yep. great. Yeah. And I want to make sure that, you know, the product, the cotton that I'm using is from, you know, a grade A, you know, farm. Yep. Whatever it is that you find yourself in, whatever industry, just just make sure you're, you know, just try being the best at it. Making sure that you're being as honest and sincere about it as possible. You know, of course, you know, business is definitely a capitalistic kind of approach. I mean, it's like, you know, you buy it for 50 cents, you sell it for a dollar. Yeah. But, you know, is that really, is that 
enriching in any way? Yeah. yeah. Is that is that really gonna is that gonna pers- is that gonna help you propel through all the ups and downs? Mm-hmm. Is that is that gonna be the motivation? You gotta factor? find a balance. Or is there something more? Is it I'm I'm providing a job to someone? Yeah. Or am I providing a a you know livable wage for someone? Mm-hmm. That's that's the way to kind of look no, at I it. I like that. I like that. And I think it's tough too. It's tough to to maintain integrity. Right, but yeah. still try to expand and grow, and I think you guys are doing a good job of that. Um, and I'm glad that you're sharing that so people understand. Like, I think it is important to know where um, the integrity of these companies lie that you're supporting, you know. Right. And it's tough sometimes we don't know until Gucci does some dumb shit, and we're like, oh, yeah. all right, I ain't rocking that no more, yeah. Yeah. right? And then and so, start doing yeah. the background, yeah, check yeah. On them. yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. sometimes we just need to be woken up, but yeah. thank you for sharing that. Um, now, before we get you out of here, we always want to give you a chance to kind of share about what's on the horizon, yeah, um, sure. things that are coming down the pipeline. Um, so anything that we need to be looking forward to. Obviously, please tell people where they can go pull up and get yeah. a cup of cup of this right here, a <laughs> cup of this coffee. Uh, what, what you got in here? What rose, is, what is rose cardamom uh, latte. Okay. That's rose cardamom, and then that's vanilla. And all of our sauces, all of our uh, – most of our syrups, not all of them. We're converting all the rest of them, but most of them are made in-house. Wow. So we make them ourselves. And so that kind of goes back to, you know, how you going about your stuff. There you go. Um, you know, high fructose syrup in that. Oh, wow. It's real sugar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, wired. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, what we're doing, where we're at, so Boom Buddha Coffee, uh, based in Renton, um, and uh, for anybody that doesn't know where Renton is, it's probably about 20 minutes south of Seattle, Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's right by SeaTac Airport, but uh, inside, we've got a full roastery, um, we have a full, you know, espresso bar, you can kind of get that full treatment, mm-hmm. as well as uh, the traditional coffee ceremony, yeah. if you want to show what our culture looks like, we're trying to teach individuals yeah. about yeah. it. Um, and us also, I mean, what we're doing, and uh, this is where I'm at now, is, and this is where, you know, for, for those that are listening, um, for we're looking for folks that want to bring their talents into the cafe, for poetry reading, for art. We want to be able to showcase uh, talent. Yeah, and, and very just spacious. provide some space. Very yeah. spacious. Try provi- providing space for the community to, to learn about, you know, what you there's, act, there's actually so. an event this Friday. I there think. is, yeah. yeah. Habisha ha- Networks ha- is, is going to be there at yeah. the, uh, at the cafe. That's so, tough. yeah, so right now, it's there, just, there you it's go. Just the cafe. There yeah. you go. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I heard through a great run, you're still in school, right? Yeah, yeah, man. It's, I'm, yeah, it's kind of wild, but I yeah. went back to school. I went back to school, and so I it wasn't what I had intended to do. And it was something that I started last year. Uh, back in January, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just take my time with it, but let me study for the GMAT. And wow. So, <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, let me just start studying for that. Just you see you what just happened. woke up just one day and just was like. Kind of. It was something that I was playing with for a little while. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and since I'm kind of, I'm out of the corporate world, it's not so much for the corporate side of things. Uh, it was more about like, I just know, I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. And I would say that to anybody, know your w- strengths and your weaknesses. Mm, yeah. And my strengths are definitely in finance and accounting and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, some of my weaknesses, I, I'm very honest about it, but. I wanna, I wanted to kind of look at, at, at kind of pursuing some of that, and so if I can take the things that I'm great at and make them a little bit better, or things that I'm good at and make them a little bit better, yeah. and the things that I'm poor at and just slightly increase that a little yeah. bit more, then uh, you know I can probably find myself a better CEO, Man. a better business. Leader, that's how you do it. Better, that, 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 that's why yeah. I bring it up because you, know, you could like use school to like. Yeah. Build your thing and like feel that. So that's no, but yeah. I mean, no, you just never stop learning. Never stop learning. Never stop learning. And honestly, I started. It, it wasn't what I had intended, but the January seventh is when I opened up the cafe, and that's actually the same day I started school. Wow. Yeah, and it wasn't planned at all. And I had to call. I had to email my professor. And be like, like I want to be in class, <laughs> yeah. but I'm also opening up my cafe today. <laughs> and I wish you knew how big this was. But yeah, like, yeah. You know. Yeah, they, that, they they should understand. They they understand. They understand. Yeah, but I'm that's getting dope. my I'm getting my MBA at SU, and I'm also in a program at UW right now where it's kind of mentorship. You know, kind of like small company CEOs connecting with larger CEOs, yep. mentorship. I love that um, as well. And so my objective right now is really how do I become a better Ephraim for the sake of Bun Buna's case. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as, you know, I want to make sure that I'm leading my team in the right direction and that they're able to grow, uh, provide them the things that, you know, in the corporate world that I I wasn't provided, you know, opportunity for growth, you know, upward mobility, mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, diversity, or, or to be able to speak my mind, honestly, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, that's... Wow. So, <laughs> wow. so all of those things, you yeah. know, I want to be able to provide those things to my team. Yeah. And so I, I want 
to take the responsibility of becoming a better me by, you know, focusing on my education in a, you know, kind of a lecture. No, that's setting, dope, man. No, that's dope. As well as uh, real life as well with, you know, the cafe yeah. as well. So. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if y'all noticed, but Denzel Washington still takes acting classes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Denzel Washington, right? That's incredible. So that's you, motivating, right there. Yeah, right. You never yeah. stop learning. So no. um, I'm glad that you shared that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who don't think you have enough time to do what you want to do, <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> nah. I'm not hearing that right now. Nah, nah. Um, but man, thank you, thank you for coming to the show. Um, do you got anything you want to end off with? Nope. Um, we'll make sure to plug all the social media handles as well, it. and thank people yeah, will yeah. know where to find the coffee sure. cafe. 100%. Um, now I always ask this question before. Yeah. Um, I, he's like, he know. He yeah. knows coming. <laughs> no, I'm ready for it. Uh, but I always ask this question for any guest that comes up here just yeah. to kind of sum up uh, what we talked about, but also cast what's ahead. Um, so if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up? Community. Community mm. is it. And uh, it's it's the it's what drives me for every morning. So by providing a space that I have in Renton with Boom Boona Cafe, mm-hmm. you know, and then also – about the community of where I'm sourcing my coffee at, mm-hmm. um, and and it it kind of it, it's between two places, mm-hmm. you know, and so developing it so globally, or actually more folks in the motherland, and then also locally yeah. here making an impact, and so really what drives me, what keeps me on the up and up is the community mm. and how I can best serve. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, we, 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 we wish you on that. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, we're going to help serve. Like, any way you want us to help you serve the community, we got you, man. I appreciate it. Um, grateful. Yeah, man. And, you know, continue doing the great work you're doing. Um, you're definitely insp- inspiring a lot of people who probably don't even know. Appreciate you it. don't even know you're inspiring. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got support here always. Very grateful. Um, you know, I'm wired as hell right now from this coffee. <laughs> so, y'all. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love it, though. Yeah, Make no. sure y'all tap in. No, no. Um, anything else you want to? Let me, can I add? Can, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead, can I give some praise to you guys? I mean, uh, once again, I touched on it a little bit yeah. in the middle, but I am so grateful to you guys. Honestly, you guys are doing a great job. This Thank platform you, is necessary. Thank, Thank you, you, bro. I appreciate you know, that. From Solomon, from you know uh, Da Vinci, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know those that have come through here. Uh, honestly, is you know listening and watching the yeah. podcast is very inspiring. Thank you, bro. Keep doing what you guys Hell are doing. Yeah, for sure. Hell Be yeah. relentless. Always, and, Always and man. You guys, sure. yo, I, Come on, I'm, man. I'm rooting for you guys. We can't bring people like this up here, man, and nah. not and just let up. You know what I no, mean? So man. Keep going. Yeah, man. Keep we, going. You know, we, yeah, we, man. We're, just, sure. we're just trying to cultivate yeah. culture and bringing, bringing more stories to the forefront is what keeps us going, right? Um, everybody yeah. here on this team. So um, Shout out to the team. Yeah, man. Yeah, everybody yeah. in here, man. We got we to gotta interview y'all sometime, man. Y'all, no? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 100%. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but Ephraim, again, thank you, man. Uh, shout out to you and Boon Boona and everything you guys are doing. Thank you so Amazing much. things to come. Yeah. I already know. Um, with that being said, man, I think it's safe to say Ephraim Fesaha and Boon Boona are officially members of the Up and Up. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. Yes, sir, my brother. Appreciate thank it. you, man. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire up and up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the up and up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the up and up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the up and up. <laughs>